Right action is better than knowledge. But in order to do what is right, we must know what is right. Charlemagne. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get done. Yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I am the ranger of the northern the northern march. I just wish so I was paying a little bit more attention. It's time to go back to Wayslaw with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel, as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a real play. 5e audio podcast leaders and legacies is a passion project for five very dedicated scouters who also need to have other hobbies so sit back relax and enjoy this is what it sounds like when giants cry Um, i'm dave rackle i'm the dm for uh, our game of leaders and legacies now i'll let the cast introduce themselves hi i'm um, rachel i play fezzik and I am a club master and day camp director. I'm Seth Lowe. I'm an assistant club master for PAC 1683. Good evening, everyone. I'm Chris Cooper. I play Thandor, or as we call him in the game, Tornado, and I am a district commissioner. I'll keep it short in the interest of making sure this stays under one gig of recording time. <laughs> uh, I'm George Koskin, and I'm finishing up a term on the National Committee for the Boy Scouts of America, and I currently sit in National Temporary Council as one of the Assistant Council Commissioners, and at least seven other jobs. And once again, I'm your Dungeon Master, Dave Rockwell. I'm an Assistant Council Commissioner and Scoutmaster for Troop 1570. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating. Let it never be said that silence was something we failed to listen to. Okay, so they've gotten that trail. Fezzik, what did you do? So I, I still wasn't quite comfortable with going back to camp yet. Um, I have primeval awareness, and I want to cast a spell slot to see if I can determine what they are. I could do that too. Shoot. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's been so long since I've played a ranger. Come on, yeah. So it doesn't look like there's any specific role. It just is... Um, with it actually six miles because it's my favorite terrain. Yep, and you know, you know between the two of you, you both are getting the sense that yeah, there's a lot of undead creatures around. Oh, I was totally not expecting undead. <laughs> so Corin is not gonna shift. I'm not shifting out of the panther form at this point. Nope. So I guess, you know, Fezzik, you and, and the giant are kind of still sitting on the hill. Is that what I'm... Yeah, I'm not comfortable leaving. I want I want to see what these guys are doing. Okay, yeah. Are you guys going to circle back around? Are you going to follow the tracks? What would you like to do? I, I want to run a ring around them and just kind of see where the shambling creatures are heading. Yes. Like, are, are they just milling about or are they actually cohesively heading in a direction? the general direction that the tracks seem to be leading, they're heading, appears to be heading straight to, towards your uh, campfire in this, you know, arc. <laughs> you know, they're staying to the valleys rather than going over hilltops. They're trying to approach with stealth. Interesting. They want the cinnamon. Okay, so 
I am going to carefully use one paw to lift the cobbler out of the fire and to the side so it doesn't burn. So you guys you know, circled around into the camp? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm doing a wide circle. I just want to see the motion of them. And then I'm, I'm trotting along, so I'm definitely moving faster than them. I'm not doing a very intensive sweep. I'm just doing enough so that I can make sure they're all heading in one direction together. So see. Yeah, so they'll eventually approach a little bit from yeah, the, uh, the, the southeast. Okay, so when I'm sitting in camp in front of uh, Fezzik and the giant, um, I'm going to scratch in the dirt a big arrow uh, in the direction that I think that they're going to come from. So, you know, you do not see Fezzik or the giant. Are you going to go reclaim them as well, or? Oh, yeah. Stanton, what are you going to do while he, he does this? Are you going to go with him? I'm not going to hold the ground. I, I will wait here for them. And, you know, again, primeval awareness you gave me, all I can really do is basically sense that they're coming and just confirms I'm, that they're coming that way. So I am going to start prepping for combat. But whether I'm going to cast a spell or prep a weapon, I haven't decided yet. So for the moment, I'm guarding the cobbler and the cinnamon buns till someone else comes back to eat them. All right. Yeah. It sounds petty, but I'm. We need all the morale we can get at this point, folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not petty at all. <laughs> You're talking about a teenage halfling. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like a driving factor right, right. now. <laughs> Hunger is a great motivator. Stanton, roll, roll perception, as you're kind of moving this gear around. Fifteen. Okay, so fifteen. See what appears to be a figure kind of come to the edge of where the light box projecting. Person stops and says, may I approach? And I am I am by myself in camp. You were by yourself, yes. Corin just left. Busy fixing dessert. We could talk from here. Where is my giant? I'm sorry, who? Uh, you got me. I, I just got here. I was bringing Cobbler down from the ranch. What ranch? Well, you're you're on you're on the stable for property. You're on you're on the far north end of my ranch. Well, my giant came onto these lands. He's still my giant. Again, honestly, I just got here. I'm looking for my friends and my party who they left a campfire here. Maybe they found their giant. But at this point, I don't see anybody else here but you and me. Would you like a cinnamon bun? I have no need for such confections. How disappointing. Just need my giant and I will go. Again, honestly, I have not seen you. I have not seen your giant. You're welcome to wait a couple minutes, see if he comes back, but does he have a name? You want to call out for him? He's a giant. Why would he have a name? All of us have a name. He is but a tool of my power. I think we're getting rather old to keep saying tool of my power. Come help me out after a while, but okay. With that, you sense lash of power head towards you. Hear the word obey. And uh, please make it wisdom saving throw. Thirteen. You suddenly find yourself compelled to to give a piece of information. What what information? The whereabouts of the giant. What? How would you in this battle that you just lost, obey the location of the giant without betraying your friends much? Well, it's really not that hard to do because I really didn't spend that much time with the giant or the party, unfortunately. Uh, My group of friends went that way, and I point towards where the shooting star landed. If they have the giant, they went over there. Show me. I'm pointing. Walk. And you do find yourself compelled to start walking that direction. I'm really not liking this guy. While Stanton and yeah, this mystery figure start heading this direction slowly, you're able to make it back to them. Corin, I guess you you know you 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 find Fezzik where you left him, and uh, the giant is is there with with him. Okay. Um, so I am immediately going to you know in true cat-like fashion start batting at Fezzik's leg. I assume claws retracted. <laughs> Let me think about that one for a second. Um, yeah, I'm not going to actually try to injure Fezzik. Um, but yes, I'm, I'm going to bat at Fezzik's leg and start kind of nudging Fezzik back to camp. What? 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 No. These guys are here. I want to watch them. 
would you would she still see the people there or would Fezzik have seen them move off? Oh, did these people go? Yeah, no, Fez, yeah, Fezzik would know that she's alone. That, yeah, there's no sounds of movement or conversation in the, uh, okay. you know, over the next Um show. How tall are you? Me as a Fezzik? Yeah, Fezzik is what? I'm a gnome. Okay. Um, I am happy. just, I am just going to, like, crouch underneath Fezzik and just try to, like, shoot my head and shoulders underneath him as quickly oh! as possible and just, like, go. <laughs> Just like take off with him on my back. Uh, probably an acrobatics check, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Do give us yeah, some sort of either acrobatics or athletics, um, whichever is better for you. Natural twenty for a twenty-three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're able to kind of yeah adjust and pop on. Uh, so I am sprinting back at full speed. Without Phil. Without Phil. Yeah, Phil, Phil, you know, he puts his finger to his lips and as you move out, he starts to follow. That's right. As I get close enough to... Um, I think uh, you probably have better hearing. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Is like, as I get close enough to camp to hear Stanton talking to whatever this thing is, on your way back, you encounter, you know, Stanton walking ahead of this, yeah, this person in your general direction. <laughs> and, so, yeah, well, um, I guess, yeah, well, I guess roll perception real quick to see what you see as you're approaching Stanton. Uh, 21, unnatural. So, yeah, with a 21, you see that, you know, Stanton is walking towards you. He occasionally is glancing over his shoulder as if trying to work something out. You can kind of see in his eyes that he doesn't want to be walking this direction. And at this point, the, let's, I guess, roll initiative. And Stanton, at this point, you've been under this fact long enough that you would probably have gotten a second chance. Roll a second wisdom saving throw, if you'd like. Oh, yes, I'd like. The, the other thing I want to do is the moment I see Stanton kind of doing this, um, I'm going to go stealth. 17. Does 17 break it? 17 does break it. Well, let's see where your initiative gets you. Fezzik <laughs> um, rolled a 10. Warren rolled an 8. Stanton, what'd you get? I got 17. The person that had control of you feels that control slip. Okay. And he's going to hit you with a hold person. So uh, please make a wisdom saving throw on that. <laughs> uh, Stanton. I, I gather you're talking to me. It's <sighs> 10, 10, 10. Okay. Well, you still feel yourself lock into place, <laughs> unmoving. Damn. Um. <laughs> the whole person is different in command. This whole person, I, I'm, I'm, I'm green. My teeth saying, damn, it's compared to command. I'm like, Argh. all right, fine. Yep. So you, you hear Stanton yell, damn, <laughs> kind of as he locks into place. So he's going to move up a little bit out of arm's length away from Stanton, but closer to you, Corin. Fezzik, it's your turn. You see this uh, human cleric wearing studded leather armor. And now that you're up closer, step in. At the end of his turn, he says, you have my giant. Give him to me. So I'm still riding the tiger. Yep. All right. Going to go for the whole circus. I'm going to pull a dagger from my belt and throw it at the guy. Say, he's my friend. 13. 13 is a uh, hit. Woohoo! And four, uh, seven points of damage. Not a good answer, is, is what you hear him say. Uh, and uh, it is your turn, Corin. All right. Um, so you're probably going to want uh, to roll like some sort of acrobatics check because I'm going to use pounce and try to pounce on the guy. Fezzik, if you want, uh, you know, since you know he's going to be doing this, I'll give you advantage on holding on. <laughs> Strength, athletics, or uh, acrobatics. All right, so with acrobatics, I rolled a 12. Okay, yeah, I think that's enough to stay on. Not, not, you know, with skill, but... <laughs> more I mean, luck. I can I can do like a roll, you know, like a dismount. 
if you're doing a dismount, then yeah, you're able to land on your feet. Yeah, you wobble a little, but yeah, you're able to kind of get your feet. So uh, my pounce has a 17 to hit. 17 is a hit. Okay. Um, he needs to do a DC 13 strength save. I'll go damage while that's happening. 15. All right, so he saves. I do get nine damage, so. Does his concentration break though? Um, does his concentration break, yes. Yeah, he got a 20, so yes, he, his concentration helped. How much damage did you say? Uh, nine damage. Oh, I never such hope. I was hoping that he wouldn't get the DC 13, that way I could knock him prone and bite. <laughs> So the giant is going to... Oh, we call him Phil. You call him the giant. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Phil Phil wanders up. <laughs> Just see him scoop up the nearest rock and with a 26. Oh, that's... Um, he hits him for 26 bludgeoning damage. This humanoid uh, seems not do well <laughs> with being hit with a rock. You think? He kind of says, you'll pay for that. And as you see, as he says that, ghouls start to kind of come out of every direction. Fezzik, I guess, yeah, you were towards the back when you jumped off. Yeah, like once I realized what he was gonna do, I was like, mm, time to go. <laughs> Not riding this one out. So one of them kind of walks up on you and tries to bite you. A 20, I assume, hits yeah. nine damage from the bite. Oh, Stanton, you know, you're next. Well, the only thing, the only thing Stanton can really do at this point is make a save. Make a save. <laughs> You have 21. You'll be able to move on your next turn. Stanton, I guess, yeah, you, you, you kind of have a ghoul kind of sneak up on you. He attempts to bite you, but misses. Um, another one kind of comes up right alongside him. And I'm going to take a uh, claw at you. This is a 13 hit, Stanton. He has stepped away. 15 misses. Nope. Ah. <laughs> See, the ghoul is going to try to bite you, Corin. 19. Unfortunately, yep. At five damage. Okay. Let's see, another one's gonna come out and try to get you again, Corrin, with his claw. 11. 11 does not hit. And one more is gonna come out after uh, Fezzik. 11 misses, I assume, Fezzik. Correct, misses. You said it did five damage to me, Dave? Yes. Yep. Okay kind of see, you know, see the uh, the priest pull out his amulet and he is going to cast heal wounds on himself and then he kind of steps back behind his minions um actually out of curiosity he's casting within five feet of me right he is yep can i use my opportunity attack on him to try to smack him um as he steps back out of the way well well, no, because if he's casting a spell within five feet of a melee attacker, I get a opportunity attack, don't I? Um, yeah, to be honest with you, I've never played that rule before, but yeah, I mean, that does seem like it would make sense. I mean, I'm cool. I'd... Yeah, George, you'd agree with that, right? Uh, well, does that matter for our purposes? Who is he within five feet of? The panther. Okay. And where... Where would I be in relationship to him? Yeah, well, I think he only draws the, uh, the, you know, the, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he only draws it if he attempts to move away, which he's doing. <laughs> so it's not because you're close and he's casting. It's because he's close and then stepping away. Oh, yeah, either okay. way, you get an opportunity attack. Well, then I'm going to take a, I'm, I'm going to take a bite at him. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, da, da, da. Oh, I'm totally going to airball too. Um, so yeah, that's a nine. <laughs> Never mind. After all of that. <laughs> oh no, well, sorry. That's an eleven. After 11, all of that. Eleven still a miss. So. Now we know for next time. Yeah. All right, Fezzik, you're up next. Okay, so I am going to. I'm going to make sure how I do this. You're kind of semi-surrounded by these ghouls. Um. Is there, can I, is there like a break in them that I can run through at this guy? Like I realized that he needs to die. Yeah, you could run forward, you know, um, you'd lose a little bit of speed probably, you know, um, running past uh, Corrin. But yeah, otherwise, you know, I'd say you'd probably have, you know, 75, 80% right. of your range. So, and I'm not that far from the guy, you know, we're still within the campsite, so to speak. But yeah, you will get opportunity attacks from two of okay. the ghouls, though, as you leave. Well, they're going to hit. They're... Unless you're going to use your action and 
thinking. But yeah, I assume you want yeah, to pass. Yeah, so I'm going to run through them. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to use my bonus action and cast Hell of Thorns and swipe at him with my short sword. I'm going to pull that out. So, yeah, their, their attacks are a 7 and a 13. I assume both miss. Yeah, so, yeah, you're free to now do your Hail of Thorns All attack. Right, so I rolled with, with a short sword of 14. Okay, that's a and hit. And that was four points of damage. And then Hail of Thorns. Sweet, 10 points of damage. Um, yeah, it's piercing damage. Um, that's on a... So he's got to roll a DC 12 to save from that. Hmm. Okay, so it's five okay, points yeah, of damage. Yeah, Okay. Um, Corin, it's now your turn. Um, so I have two ghouls in front of me, and then he is behind the ghouls. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's two behind you, you know, and like basically two, you know, now between you know, semi between you and him. He backed up so that they're angling towards you, but they haven't gotten to you yet. It's okay. Not their turn. So I have. Two behind me, two in front of me, and then he's on the other side of them. Um, I picked the wrong wild shape. Okay. I am going to... Uh, I can't do... All right, so I'm going to take the opportunity attacks. I'm going to sprint to one side, um, or not sprint. I'm going to take 15 of my movement to run to one side, uh -huh. and then 20 of my movement to pounce back at him. Okay. Around the goals. Draw one opportunity attack. I will draw at least one. Yeah, yeah. I think only one based yeah, based on what you described, and yeah, it's a miss. Okay. Uh, so then I will pounce back on him, and my pounce attack is a 19. Okay, yeah, 19 is a hit. Damage. Uh, the damage is uh, 7, and then I need a, another DC 13 save on him. Said the you know what would you say wisdom or time? strength strength oh. strength um, twenty one so he makes it. I'm just gonna keep on retreating that. Um, okay. That's it for me. Okay. Yeah, Stanton. Yeah, it's now your turn. Wow. Oh, sorry. I thought it was, I thought it was being overlooked. Now. I'm, nope. look, I'm looking here, and I show that I get um, two attacks per action. Now, how close am I to our friend the cleric? The cleric, you know, he's about, you know, 30 feet away from you with, right. you know, two ghouls in between you and him. Okay, that helps. All right. Uh, what I want to do is I'm going to cast... Flame arrows on my quiver of arrows. Ooh. Since we have these undead people here, they burn nicely. Um, what I want to then do is, of course, once I've cast that, is I actually want to knock an arrow and fire. If you allow me to do that, great. If not, I will. All I can do this turn then is cast a spell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. You only get the. You know. Um, get two attacks, right? That's just says two attacks per action, what the D&D Beyond tells me here. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. I'm leaving I'm leaving your hands. I'm fine either yeah, way. Yeah, no, unfortunately, yeah, I think you can only do one or the other. Well, that, well, that being said, that gives me time to allow the spell to get set up so that when I get to fire, everything will be nice and toasty. Okay. Okay. Yep. 
Um, so let's see, Fezzik, you moved on your last turn, right? So a ghoul, a first ghoul is going to follow you from behind. He gets close enough to attempt to bite. Six is a miss. Buddy comes along and he attacks. Eight is a mess. Man, these ghouls are terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know, Stanton, you know, ghoul's going to try to bite you. Fourteen. Oh, you, 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 I'm sorry. I was... Yeah, you, uh, 14 misses. <laughs> I, right. I, I laugh. Now, his, his buddy's going to move up on you. 21, I think, does hit, though, right? 21, 21 does hit, yes. Yeah, nine piercing damage from that. Oh, very well. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess that leaves um, Corin, and one's going to try to bite you. 18. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, you, said, you said nine on me? Yep, nine on, nine on Stanton, and eight on uh, uh, Corin. And another one's gonna okay. follow you, and eleven is a miss, though, right? That is correct. Okay, that was yeah, that would have been terrible damage. Um, all right, so the priest, it's his turn now, and on his turn, he you see him kind of swell up with the healing power, and he says, "Yeah, he's like my friends and I can do this all night. Just give us the giant, and we will leave." It is your turn, Fezzik. Not today, dude. All right, so I'm going to go out here with my short sword and pull my club from whatever that beast was um, off my other hip and take a couple whacks. All right. Let's see. All right, the short sword is a 22. Okay, that's a hit. And a club is a 14. 14, yeah, that's a hit as well. Give me some damage on both those, seven. The sword does okay. seven. And the club does one. Yeah, yeah, I see it says two. So I'm gonna... Well, so oh, I don't yeah, get, so because it's the second attack, right, yeah. I don't so, get the yeah. bonus. All right, yeah, he's still yeah, alive either way. <laughs> Um, I don't remember if that club has anything. It does actually. It. If you're using, it's the glowy club. You get an extra. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I believe it's an extra D4 damage. Okay. So there's another okay. three. There you go. Three. Um. All right, Corin. Um. So I want to, I've got the cleric in front of me. I've got the two ghouls behind me at this point, and I've got two more ghouls coming towards me from behind them. I want to duck underneath the cleric, like duck just to the side of him, staying within his mate, or well, no, actually he's going to get an opportunity to attack on me. Um, but duck past him and then turn and pounce on his back. Okay, yeah. Can give it a shot. Okay. I'm gonna get this pounce to work. That would be a 14. Alright, yeah, that is a hit. Do some damage. Uh, and that would be a uh, 9. Okay. And then... I need a strength check from him. Down goes Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite what? yet, but get here. Yeah, you're wearing him down. And he said a strength save. Oh, no, he knocked yep. him down. That's what we're going to find out. Well, that that's the challenge. Yep. Yep. Uh, 14. Just enough to save, right? Yep. Just enough. <laughs> so I mean, I'd get another bite attack if he did go down, but... But then you have to spend the next turn getting back up, which gives yeah, so... us time to empty out a quiver full of flaming arrows in there. Yeah, so, in fact, yeah, you're, yeah, it's your turn, Stanton. It is my turn. Now, I, when when last we left off, you said there were, you said our friend, our friend, the not so friendly cleric, and the two, uh, and there were two ghouls passing between us 
Are they still passing between us? Are they in front? Yes, of they are. They're still kind of in that space. Yeah, they've actually moved a little bit up on you. Well, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna I'm gonna knock arrow and I'm going to fire. So let's uh, let's start killing things. Alrighty. Say a 20 definitely hits. 20 does hit, yes. All right, so, okay, get off my screen. There, now start rolling some damage here. Okay, so that's 11 normal damage. Now let's blow up the fire damage here. Come on. Get back here. Thank you. I'm going to add. Two more points of flame damage to that. You, you know, hit it with a fairly mighty blow. It's still on its feet, but uh, it's it also it burning. <laughs> yeah, it's now burning and on fire. Yes, absolutely. Nope. All right, so that was your turn. Uh, uh, well, or do you have any? It's two attack. I got. I do. I do get. Wait, well, no, I do get two attack fractions. Oh, that's right. Yep. yep so I. So once. So I mean, it, it's I can go once more feeling, or I can go into. You said there's a second ghoul in front of me, right? Yep. Yep. Let's go. Let let let's share the love. So let's uh, let's put twenty seven in that one. Okay. Twenty seven. Twenty seven hits. All right. Well, they that one takes eight points of normal damage. Come on, get back here. Long screen. Okay, all right. And then let's let's make it toasty. Only one point of fire damage. Mm. But again, they are both on fire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Undead don't like that. No, they don't. Okay. Um, so let's see. It's you know, it's their turn to go. Oh no, actually the giant hasn't gone. Um you know, he Phil is going to on his turn. Um, yeah, he's gonna throw another rock and try to take out um, you know, the uh, flaming uh ghouls. I'm surprised not taking out his master, but uh, it's his strategy. He doesn't do what he wants. He has free will. That's right. Yeah. And, he, and he has a name. His master is also currently swarmed with four ghouls and a panther, so he might not get a clear vision of because they're two in front of him. Then there were two coming at my back. So, oh, so wow. the ghoul, the ghouls are swarming <laughs> on the panther. The ghouls are not swarming to attack the. Yeah, clan. they're swarming. They're trying to get to me, but right. I put him between us. Okay, yeah, he well, just he just rolled a you know twenty eight. So I'm gonna allow the rock to you know divide its damage between the two of them. Kind of, he's like bowling. Okay. And, you, know, you just see those flaming ghouls kind of explode into, I guess, chunks of smoldering ghoul meat as they fly through the air. So the path is now clear between you and you know the cleric, Stanton. Um, yeah, and, oh, thank uh, you. All right. And Phil, you know, as I kind look, of like celebratory, puts his finger up to his lips and smiles. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that was his turn. Fezzik, the ghoul on you is going to attack you with a you know, first one's going to try to bite you. A nine is a miss. These things are terrible. Power. That's all. Another one's going to try to bite sense you. Of perspective. <laughs> Corin, this one's going to uh, try to claw you. Seven. All right. And the other one, realizing that that didn't work, it's going to attempt to bite you, Corin. Eight. No. And these are digital dice. So it's not like it's even my bad rolling. Uh, nope. Um, you can't blame everything on bad programming, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, on his turn, the priest does kind of this very complicated bell. Just he flashes out of existence, disappears. Um, so Fezzik, I guess it's your turn. There's still four, you know, uh, ghouls up on their feet. Yes, I'll go for, um, I'll do the closest one. See if I can take one down completely. So we've got a 14 on the sword. Okay, that's a hit. A 13 on the club. Yep, both both of those are hits. Sword does four points. The club does two points. 
plus another one, so three. So it's seven points total. Seven points damage, all right. All right. And uh, I guess that's uh, Corrin, your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to release my wild shape. And then I am going to drop a massive bonfire directly in front of me where the two ghouls are standing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll allow you to kind of, yeah, yeah split the difference between them because they're you know, standing close together. Okay. Um, you can make that five foot cube right, right between them. Okay, so uh, they get a save, don't they? Uh, yes. A deck save? Yes, they do. Uh, it is 14. All right, one of them makes it, one of them does not. So give me the damage on it. All right, so the damage is uh, eight. All right, so not 99, eight. Um, so creature must also make a saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space or ends its turn. Yeah, and the one who made the save didn't take any damage, right? He was able to move quickly enough. Yeah, yeah, it's a simple save, so nothing. Yep. Um, all right, uh, and then as my bonus action, um, I want to use my tremor sense to see if see if I feel the priest if he went like invisible or is hiding nearby magically. Your tremor sense, you know, he, he's just gone. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, you know, nowhere in range. And it's an action. And he said he could do this all night. <laughs> is that a question or a statement? <laughs> <laughs> a statement. <laughs> yes, that's what I figured. Um, <laughs> so, let's make a chair. All right, so yeah, I don't have a move action to go with that. So I was going to say I was going to disengage the, the ghoul and let them come back through the bonfire. But actually, I'm going to put yeah, the bonfire, you... the ghoul that's burning and the bonfire between me and the second ghoul. So the one that ducked out of the way. Uh huh. So you're gonna shift your I'm, your position I'm, to you know have the flaming one be between the two of you. Yeah. And I okay. and I will sustain the bonfire. So the ghoul can either pass through it to get to me, or it can sit and wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, Stanton, that puts you up. Okay. Um, at this point, I'm seeing there are what two ghouls left or four. There's four. There are four ghouls left. Um, and two the, of them damaged, two and undamaged. All right, the, the two that I had shot were the two that the giant has turned into so much zombie paste. So I'm now looking for two new targets. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll take I'll take two the I'll take the two that are undamaged then. So let's start let's start killing things. Okay. All right. Sounds like a good plan. All right. So first one. Okay, 25 hits. Yep, 25 does hit. All right, good. Okay, so that would be... Uh, um, well, let's put it this way. I'm able to do Colossus, Colossus damage at this point. Okay. Did, did the one... The, on the ones that aren't... How can I put this? The, the, the two that you say that aren't by the bonfire, are they untouched at all? Yeah, they're completely untouched. All right, then I can't give the. Oh, so then it's just simply going to be eleven damage before the flame damage. So let me. Okay. Yep. Add that flame damage in. All right. So the, all right. Then add the flame damage to that. Okay. So three three points of flame damage, and that first one's on fire. Attack okay. number two. Twenty-two will hit. That is uh, absolutely a hit. Okay. Uh, again, the, the second one is also untouched, so I'm not going to add the cost of damage to it. So roll. Nine points of normal damage and then the flame damage. Uh-huh. Which is all the same line. I have to flip tabs. Here we go. I know. Wine, 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 right? Two points of flame damage. Again, they're both on fire. Yep. And I know I know I nag about that, but there are times where it's like, you know, while you sit back and let them get all rice crispy on me. Yep. So, all, right, all right, and that's that's everything in this turn. Okay, yep. So Phil's gonna pick up another rock. <laughs> He's gonna 
fling it at uh, you know one you know one of the ones that's on fire and it's standing next to one that uh, you know uh, took some damage uh, from someone else before so where is phil's attack with his rock throw um oh he misses this time <laughs> um and uh you know you can kind of see he kind of hangs his head a little bit and you know you know wags his finger a little bit rather than pressing it to his lips <laughs> um all right so the ghoul closest to you fezzik is going to attack you Oh, I know what he's doing. All right. Uh, uh, does a 19 hit? Yes. All right. And you take seven damage. Okay. From the bike. I'm still standing. Yep. <laughs> and the flaming one, you know, kind of flails at you. Does a 12 hit? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I believe Corin, you're closest to the uh, next one that's not flaming. Does a 12 hit? No, it does not. How about a 14? Just barely. Okay. Uh, so the 14, you take the right one. Um, eight points of uh, piercing damage. Okay. And. Um, let's see, that's you know, all of their turns. So we're back to you, Fezzik. Yeah, the uh, um, cleric still seems to be gone. Yep, so I'm going to go for, um, there should be obviously a flaming one and a non-flaming one. Yep. So I'm going to attack the flaming one with my club. Okay. Because I'm hoping, nah, 10. It's close, but it's not a hit. Okay. And then I'm going to go for the non-flaming one with my short sword. And that would be a 24. That is a hit. And eight points of damage. Um, yep. So tell me how he dies. That's just enough to kill him. Oh, decapitation. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah, we watch as the head goes flying off into the night. <laughs> And it um, is up. It is far. It is good. <laughs> That's right. Going, going on. Uh, Corin, I believe that makes you up next. Um, trying to think of how to actually phrase this. Corin's going to yell out to the team um, while kind of keeping the ghouls around the fire. Um, who's hurt? As a free action, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. You, you can, you can I'm chat. fine. Yeah. Isaac, how are you on health? Or... Sorry, what was that? I was, I was, Horn's yelling out to see who's hurt. Do you need health? Are you, Is it me? Yeah. Are you hurt? Uh, yeah. All right, I, I mean. But I'm not dead. I, I feel the head bouncing down the thing. I'm like, Fezzik? <laughs> You hurt? You good? Okay, we're, we're okay for now. Okay, I, I'm not necessarily believing that. Um, I'm going to throw a level two healing word over my shoulder at Fezzik. Okay. As my bonus action. Um, okay. All right. Uh, so uh, you regain 10 hit points. Yeah. We. Um, Thank you. Uh, I am then going to uh, reinforce my bonfire that's burning the ghoul in front of me. Uh huh. Um, and he gets his deck save again. Yep. Bitch. He fails. Yeah, he takes a point of damage. So, no okay. biggie either way. Um, yep, yep. And then my move action again is to just shift around the fire so I keep the ghoul and the fire in between me and the ghoul that's not in the fire. Okay. Yeah. Stanton, I believe that makes it your turn. All right. Well, I'm looking at this point. You, I, I guess by my quick count, there are two ghouls left, one of whom is in the middle of a bonfire. There are three. There's two on fire and one who is not. No, we're going to make that now three on fire. So that's the one I'm aiming at. Okay. Okay. That's what I needed to hear. And I think with a 22, he is hit. 
That is hit. That is a hit. Yeah. All right. And again, you, he is untouched. Um, no, he's he's touched. Ah, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. Okay. Now I can add colossal slayer damage. So that's twelve points of damage there. Now, let me set him on All fire. Right, well, tell me how he dies. <laughs> well, no, no, he, no, no, no. We're not done. He's not done dying yet. <laughs> all right, because this is all part. This is all part of this point. You know, it's that, yeah, but yeah, that yeah, that colossus hit or was you know, or, or even if that was the regular damage, was enough. <laughs> well, all right, but the point is, I, you know, the 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 arrow, the arrow sinks in. The arrow, of course, being a flame arrow, lights him up on fire and everything else like this. And I just take a long run outside and said, "This is what happens." when people don't obey property rights. Thanks. Um, so at this point, yeah. so three of, them, three of them are burning. Um, yeah, two, well, now one's dead. Yeah. Two are burning, one is now dead from burning. Okay. Uh, and at this point, we still haven't seen our friend who said he could keep it up all night around. So now with these the shambling zombies that we were tracking, or are there, is there another group of humanoids we need to be looking for is my next question. Yeah, um, roll perception. Yeah, I'm going to. Just, just, just. Well, with the 27, I guess I either going to know this outright or nothing is going to happen at all. Yeah. So with a twenty-seven, yeah, you have you'd think that with all the ruckus and things that were going on, if there was anything else out there, you know, um, you know that it, it would have joined this battle by now. Um, I'm trying to remember whether you were there when they when uh, uh, Corin figured out that you know there were six. Uh, he showed up just afterwards. Showed up just yep. afterwards, and then yeah. Uh... Yeah, there's, yeah, I think two left on fire. Yeah, is, that, is that it for your turn, George? Uh, I was about to basically say at this point, uh, you know, if this all is left, let's go back and have some cobbling. Okay, yeah, the giant, you know, picks up another rock. Uh-huh. 17's a hit. One, so yeah, then he crushes yeah one of the flaming ones. Um, Fezzik, the remaining one is near you. <laughs> it's going to you know attack for a six. That's a miss. Um, um, and that makes it your turn again. All right, I'm going to turn around and take another whack at him or two. So the sword, eighteen, and that's a hit. The club is a twelve. Yep, all right, both of those are hits. All right, he takes eight points of damage. All right, tell me how he dies. Woohoo! Um, falls into the fire and then bursts into flame. All right, so yeah. Dead, yeah. dead, dead, dead. dead. This hilly area that's near your fire yeah, with additional fires going <laughs> and there's no sign of this cleric anywhere um, but you got a sense that he probably bugged out because you know, he had taken a lot of damage totally do this all night right mm-hmm. yeah yes we, yes we can <laughs> let's, let's... <laughs> I really need that cobbler standing because that okay. cleric tasted awful. Oh my god! And with that, we'll pick up eating cobbler next time. So uh, we're, we're gonna stop eating cobblers at <laughs> a short a rest or a long rest. <laughs> um, you'll get a you'll get a long rest tonight. Uh, okay. Yeah, Thandor will hopefully return right. and. <laughs> So it dawned on me about halfway through the fight that I'm sitting there pressing my attack, and I'm also the only healer that the group has. At the <laughs> no, no, I've got healing. I've got healing. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, get him, get him. I'm going to get the priest. I'm going to get the priest. Uh, wait a minute, somebody needs help.
you talk about the link between you know D and D and scouting and so forth. In one sense, this is something that my friends did. My all my friends were in scouting uh, at a time where that was something that just about everybody did. All, and my circle of friends in particular, we all. Uh, Eagle Scouts together. We all worked in each other's Eagle Scout projects. We had a friend of ours who came to scouting late. And if he came a little earlier, we would have dragged him across the line. He'd be an Eagle Scout too. But even now he would tell you that his experience in scouting was worthwhile. But we as a group would all you know, play Dungeons and Dragons together when we weren't uh, organizing uh, patrol leader councils, organizing camping trips, getting a troop ready to go to summer camp or film on and so forth. It was something we just integrated and did in one sense uh, I, you know, always wanted to making a character to basically live by the, you know, twelve points of the scout laws. So I was always running paladins and clerics and you know, uh, lawful good rangers and everything else. I guess it's just the, the nature of what I do. And I, back, you guys go me. I need to run a character that isn't good or <laughs> uh, from time to time. Uh, it was just something we did, and it, it reflected the values that we all shared. And I think, again, as Seth mentioned, the common opportunities to share stories and share ventures where we all succeed or we all learn from our experiences just tied into so naturally. Uh, it's interesting that you know, later on in life, when I was actually working in the gaming industry elsewhere, I was I, uh, this was in the second edition where basically every party was a total party kill. I uh, inadvertently uh, took a group of Cub Scouts, you know, trying to learn to play Dungeons & Dragons in a dungeon for the first time. And, and they, it was a total party killing, tomb of annihilation. And I, I'm really sorry if I ruined that experience for life for you. I hope you've come back and explored the game and uh, <laughs> hopefully stayed scouting at the same time. But uh, you know, nowadays, uh, my my sons came a different direction. They were in scouting first, then discovered D&D because it was something that dad liked to do. And, and once they realized that it was actually okay to like things that dad liked to do, that was cool, and they, they hopped on and, and do it. And I run a camp, running a campaign for my sons now for oh, almost four years. Leaders and Legacies is a 5e podcast that is unaffiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. The opinions expressed here are solely our own. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here at Leaders and Legacies, please consider becoming a patron by joining us at patreon.com slash leadersandlegacies. You can also follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy or join our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. Music and sound effects are licensed from soundstripe.com. Logo art by Katherine Evans. Images also may have been licensed from Shutterstock.com. And never forget to remember... Uh, wait a minute. Somebody needs help.